So this is breaking news. Um, President Donald J. Trump has just been impeached by the House. Uh, if you don't know what impeachment is, it's essentially uh, bringing up charges to a, a elected official and then taking him to trial. Uh, this is now making Donald Trump the first ever president ever to be impeached twice. And it's, no pun intended, it's unprecedented, you know? I believe that the only person that got close to this was probably Richard Nixon, and he resigned instead of, like, you know, facing he'd be removed from office. So this is going to be interesting to see how it plays out, because essentially they're going to have a, tr- they're going to have a trial, and that could totally lead to that president being removed from office. I know that Bill Clinton got impeached, uh, but, then the, the, but then the Senate decided not to you know, convict him. So I, I don't know what's going to happen because the thing is here is that Trump had at least, at least, I think it was 10 Republicans that broke with their party. And that just doesn't happen because right now the vote of the House was 232 to 197 to impeach. Um, and, and yeah, it's happening. So I recorded this podcast literally like a little bit before the official word came out that he was actually impeached. Uh, but it doesn't really change the meat of this podcast, so I'm going to leave it how it is. But I just want to put this note up front that Donald Trump is indeed impeached. Does that mean he's canceled? I don't know if we can go that far. I've said this before. I feel like if Trump gets impeached um, and doesn't go to jail, because once he is in, impeached, he loses a lot of his protections. Um, also, when he's not president, he loses a lot of his protections as well. Uh, he doesn't go to jail. I really foresee him taking on uh, a new news network, like a Fox News, but far, far, far more volatile, I would say. Far, far, far more... Um, divisive and he'll have his viewers he'll have his people that will watch Trump news over Fox News and I think that'll become his next thing he'll try to take down Fox News because he's mad at them for not blindly supporting him but I could be wrong we'll see anyway uh, just enjoy the podcast guys um, this is weird this whole this whole last now year and some change has been weird and I hope you're doing okay with it Let's go. Hi, everyone. My name is Chris, and welcome to the Cancel Culture Podcast. Killing Cancel Culture. So, we're back, and I just want to say hi. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, you know, the global pandemic is still a thing. Uh, but then the world got even weirder somehow, which I didn't think was possible. Uh, we were going to do an episode about Chris Brown and Tory Lanez, or Lanez, if you want to get weird. And we still intend to. Yo, hold up a second. I keep getting these weird calls, like, literally every other day um, over on, um, they call it Gmail. It just rallies some person like, boom, doo-doo-doom, doom, doo-doo-doom. I never know who it is. It's really weird. And then they always just call for a second, then they just run away. Is that the new prank phone calls? That's what happened in the streets? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, anyway, 
We're going to do an episode on Tory Lanez, uh, the rapper who somehow has managed to escape council culture, despite the, the mob telling everyone that, 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 that literally, that he's done. He has managed to make some of the best music in the world. Uh, but then, of course, something more strange happened where a bunch of Trump supporters stormed the Capitol. <laughs> uh, like, literally stormed the Capitol building. And broke inside, and and the world went crazy for like a, a whole day. And because of that, the Democrats are now trying to impeach President Trump. Uh, how many days is it till he gets out of office? Maybe like eight days before he's out of office, so he can't enact any superpowers before he uh, before he leaves, before he gets desperate and, and gets more manic. So we're talking about that instead. Uh, this will be the cancellation of Trump. A special episode of the Council Culture Podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it. And we do have a sponsor here, The Coldest, aka The Coldest Water Bowl. Uh, use code CS10 to get uh, 10% off your order. Uh, link's in the description down below. And I'll see you guys in a few seconds. Okay, okay, we back, we back, we back. So if you guys didn't catch that, we do have a sponsor of this week's podcast. It is the coldest, the coldest. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Um, if you go to thecoldestwater.com and use promo code CS10, you'll get ten percent off your order. Or if you want a free one, follow me on any social media. Uh, I'd say maybe the YouTube channel and click on one of the links I have displayed. And you can enter a giveaway for a free water bottle. It's that easy. Just hit that, hit that link. It'll help me out, support the show, and we will all be happy. So, um, yeah, how, how's your week going, everybody? Um, mine's been dandy. Um, <laughs> as I mentioned, it's kind of funny. Um, President Trump had a rally, and during the rally, he more or less told his supporters to fight and not give up. And they should go storm the Capitol building. Literally, literally what he told them. And then they go do that. And then some of them get a little bit more zealous. And they break inside. And normally, you know, you're like, okay, these guys are going to get tear gassed. They're, they're going to get killed. It's going to be crazy because there's federal agents around. And while there were deaths that happened during this whole thing, um, there, there wasn't really a lot. Uh, it only lasted one day. And after it was over, um, the entire political landscape has changed. Because now, uh, Fox News released kind of a report and goes, well, not a report, we'll call it that. They released a thought, a thought piece uh, that suggested that maybe these people that broke in weren't necessarily Trump supporters, but Antifa disguised as Trump supporters <laughs> to cause ruckus, to make them look bad. And my first thought is, do Trump supporters need help looking bad? And I'm not trying to... to to make fun of anyone or be anything but impartial. But the fact is that, that I think that Trump supporters already know they have a target on their backs. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you support Trump and you mention it to other people, you know you get a funny look. You know people kind of pause for a second. You know that a lot of people have a lot of, like, strong opinions about you once you announce that, you know? And I don't think that, that Antifa will be very smart to go, yo, let's make these guys look weird. Because the fact is that they already look weird to most people who aren't them, you know? Uh, and also, Antifa's not a group. <laughs> they don't organize. They don't have a leader. They don't have 
really anything. I could say I'm in, I'm in Tifa right now and I'm just in it. You know, people tend to ignore that, but there is no like organized leader. There is no organized like group called Antifa. It's just not a thing. But if you only get your your media from one source, you don't know that. You you don't. And so all this has led up to the president of the United States, Donald Trump, um, being at least at least um, placing an attempt of being impeached again because Nancy Pelosi. And other people, including other other Republicans, think that Trump being bitter, as he has been, um, would do something potentially dangerous with the power that he still has as the, the sitting president. And, and the thing is, like, I think Trump, since he got in office, people have been trying to cancel him from day one. That's why he already, you know, they tried to impeach him the first time. Uh, and it's like, okay, I get it. You don't like the guy. I get it that he can be explosive. I get it that he doesn't say all the right things. Um, but I would argue if I had to, that he hasn't done a lot to really destroy our country, but he hasn't done a lot of things that I support personally, uh, for the way that I want to see, you know, um, my life go. Like as, as far as Trump being in office and my life being affected, I'll be real with you guys. It hasn't really seemed to be, um, really that bad, but that's also me living in the short term because there are always, always long-term, um, revocations for things that happen now. So who's to say that not in like, you know, maybe four years, five years, two years even, um, that we don't turn around and the things that Trump did today will affect us negatively tomorrow, you know? Uh, but that's just me looking like purely for just myself. But when I look around, I see that he, you know, um, get us out of some accords I think we should have been in, that he um, supports, you know, the coal industry, coal, <laughs> the coal industry, uh, when we should be really pushing towards clean energy. When I see that stuff, I'm like, okay, that's not cool. Uh, when I see him not being able to disavow um, white supremacists or telling people that, you know, storm the Capitol building, as we mentioned earlier, um, they're very special and we love you. If, if that is what he's telling these people that are, are honestly, in my opinion, you know, doing the wrong things, I can't trust his full judgment as someone to run our entire country and have his finger on the nuclear codes. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can literally do a world of damage in seconds with the power that he has. And so I see the reason for wanting to get him out of there. I, I absolutely can see that. And... It's really, like, frustrating, to be honest, because I kind of just, I don't want this, like, little sideshow of, let's impeach Trump, you know, when there's bigger issues to deal with. We're still in the pandemic, you know, there's still things for him to do as a president that we can focus on. He still is our president, and he still should be able to use his abilities to help us. But at the same time, <laughs> it feels like he's not really doing that. I feel like I've, I've seen him use, and I'll say to some degree, abuse, the uh, presidential pardon abilities. Uh, for mostly his own self-interest. I think there's a report, and I'm not going to look it up right now, that says that he has probably used it for his own self-interest higher than any president has ever um, in, in history. And, and that, 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 to me, is like, okay, you want to help your buddies out. You want to help people out to try to help you out. You're a loyalist. I, I, I don't see anything really wrong with that. Um, you know? Like, I, I also love to see him help out other people that support him, which might tell us why they should try to support him, like Lil Wayne um, and Kodak Black. People were mad at Lil Wayne for supporting Trump. But the thing is, let's be real here, Tunchi, Lil Wayne, uh, is a felon. And by supporting Trump, he could get himself a pardon. And therefore, all of his, like, legal issues, whenever he, like, gets caught with a gun or, or marijuana or anything, go away. So it's in his benefit to actually support Trump. 
uh, whether it helps out the greater populace or not. Which to me, yes, it is selfish. But I also see a lot of people out here in his in his world being very, very self. What's the word? Um, self-involved, I guess you could say. So my, my my real question here is: Should President Trump be canceled? Should he be impeached again? And and my honest answer is: When I look at all the the, the, the pieces on the table, I have to say yes. I have to say that he did invoke his abilities as an influential leader to to push people towards a place where they are inciting violence and then sat there after someone died and wouldn't say anything about it. Like I remember I was sitting there watching it all happen um, because it was was being covered by every news station. And, you know, um, a woman got shot, a police officer was affected, other people got hurt, and Trump just didn't say anything. And then in the wee hours, he finally said something, and it was more or less along the lines of, we don't want violence. Don't do violence. Go home. But he said that way after it was too late. One second, everybody. I'm going to real quick take a phone call while we're live on the air because I want to be weird. It's probably a robocall. Hello? Hello? Welcome to Chase Card Services. Ah. Hello, this is Lisa calling you from Chase Bank. Uh Uh-huh. We are monitoring your payment history and uh-huh. have been qualified to drop down your interest rate below six on your credit card. This sounds like a fight. Uh, nope. This sounds fake. We're not doing that. That sounds super fake. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. I'm, I'm not going to be, be, be taken advantage of. Not live on the air. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, ultimately, I feel like Donald Trump knows exactly the power that he has. And he knows that he has people that will follow him. No matter what, like, like it or not, Trump is influential. Like it or not, Trump has fans. Like it or not, there are people who literally would put Trump down if they could over a Republican. I'm saying if you're going to be an affiliation, like they would rather be a Trumpy than be a Republican at this point. And it's scary to see because it just shows you like the power and the cult of leadership. Like if you say the right things, if you're charismatic enough, and that's been proven again through history. People will follow you to the pits of hell. And they will say the stupidest things ever to defend you. And I really feel like Trump supporters are in that in that boat, right? Because they have all these facts that are also partially re- re- revisionist history. And the fact that he continued to, for, you know, it feels like months, but it wasn't really. Well, was it? Yeah, well, it was months, yeah, after the election. So, like, maybe two months now going in. Um, push these conspiracy theories that were proven to be wrong and then even ask for recounts and waste the taxpayer money and time knowing that they were correct. His approval rating never reached above 50%. (laughs) You know, like, he is a president that got voted out of office fair and square but didn't want to admit it. And even (laughs) even when he made his statement about the Capitol building, he even threw in a little thing where he just had to say that the election was stolen from him. And instead of not saying anything about himself, he goes, it was stolen from us. We lost an election. No, man, you lost it. You lost it by yourself. The thing is, in the day, you weren't the choice of the majority of the people in this country. Like, the fact that your name is so divisive, you know, and and that, like, even your, like, group calls themselves sometimes the silent majority. I'm sorry, but I've never really heard of a silent majority. When there is a majority, it is very loud and it is very obvious and it is very vocal. And I would say the majority of people that I know have often, more than not, been on the side of not you, sir. 
And I'm not saying that to attack you, but I'm just telling you how I see it and what the facts line up to be. Because, again, you continue to push this idea that your people fall under and, and, and they want to believe it because they don't want to lose. They don't want to want to give the country up. But then you turn around and look at what happened in Georgia. And it's just further proof that while it was very it was a very close, 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 close race, that Trump is divisive enough of a figure that people in his own party are willing to turn coat, support the other side to get him out and ensure that the people that even came close to supporting him don't have any kind of influence or power. That's wild to me. Like, it's, it's wild. But I also can see it. Because again, when he's telling these obvious lies that only incite people to make poor choices, you, you can't keep someone like that in power. You can't support someone like that. I mean, even the, looking, at, looking at how everything played out with the election, People are mad that you, you turn around and you look at all the um, the mail-in voting because we're trying to you know keep things safe because we're in a pandemic. <laughs> the mail-in voting and how Trump, for months leading into the election, told his people to go and vote in person. Go vote in person. Vote in person. And even he told some people to vote more than once if they could. What the heck? <laughs> are you kidding me, dude? But yeah, anyway, go vote in person. Vote in person. Vote in person. They're going to rig the election um, if, you, if you do it via, via mail-in ballot, I'm telling you, don't don't, don't vote via mail-in don't vote via mail-in ballot. Don't do it. Don't do it. He kept saying it, right? <clears throat> and then, sure enough, his people listened. And then, when they're counting the votes, and most of the mail-in ballots are coming in for Biden, he's like, "Well, I told you they're gonna do this." I go, "No, you told your people not to go. You told them don't don't vote via mail. You told them that. So of course they didn't do that. So of course most of the votes that are mail-in, which are counted." secondly, are going to be for Biden. It's not a conspiracy. Like, these votes don't pop up overnight. The majority of the votes came in for the candidate. They didn't tell us people to not vote. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just it's just common sense. And I think we all know that. Um, but even beyond that, though, I feel like like this president is, is more about self-interest than he is about the actual people. Because there are people right now who don't have jobs. There are people right now who don't have a source of income. And instead of supporting those people outright... He decided to have a war with Nancy Pelosi um, over numbers that weren't remotely important and then decided to call off the talks until the last possible minute and then took a, took a political speaking point from Democrats and go, hey, you know what? We should give everybody $2,000. I think that's the right thing to do. I won't sign it. Give people $2,000. Do it. After they finally got something passed um, when he sat there sitting on his thumbs. And he sat there doing nothing. The other people in, in Congress want to get something passed. And then he's like, nah, I'm just kidding, y'all. I ain't going to sign it. Give him $2,000 because now he looks better. It's all about his self-image. It's all about him looking like the better person. He didn't come up with that. He could have he pushed for that a long time ago. But he didn't because he was butthurt and focused so much on trying to get the, the election overturned that he didn't even care to help people who really need it. Like, he's a millionaire. He doesn't need the help. He doesn't need the job. You know what I mean? Like he, like he, he didn't even, he didn't even take a salary as as a president, you know, which is great. I think it's great. But there are people out there hurting, and that should be your focus right now. Not trying to get yourself elected as president when you clearly and you know you've lost. 
which is hard to watch, you know, it's, it's hard in general to, to see from a outsider's point of view, because I'll tell you guys, again, I am not in any way, shape or form affiliated with either political party, but I will tell you every time that I'll call it like I see it. And when I see BS, I call BS. <laughs> and I, I just can't get behind it, man. I can't. I just want to take a second, though, just to thank everybody who's been listening and been supporting this podcast for the last few months. It's really been a blast. And uh, the numbers keep getting higher and higher. And I don't deserve it, but I do want to say I appreciate it. And if you guys want to continue to support me, please do me a favor and go to thecoldestwater.com. Enter code CS10. Get 10% off. If you don't want to do that, there's a link in the, in the, in the description, in the show notes, in all the places to enter the giveaway and get a free water bottle. Go to my YouTube channel, click on my latest video, go, just go do it, and there'll be a link up top, and help a brother stay paid. <laughs> really, all it does is help me pay for um, the hosting fees, and that's really not, nothing to sneeze at. I'm very happy about that. That's great. Uh, but to wrap this whole thing up, man, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I, I always said that when Trump got in the office, I didn't want to be that guy that was like, yo, he's Trump. Nah. Mm. And as he stayed in office longer and longer, I have to admit, I just saw someone that seemed a little bit unstable at the helm. And if the Democrats are able to, during these congressional hearings, get him out of office or get him like impeached, it'll be a good day for the country because we need someone that we and the world can respect. Like the rest of the world's laughing at us. You know? They really are. And even now, Outside of Trump, there was a, uh, a speaker who came on, jumped in to lump in Antifa and Black Lives Matters and then peace out, right? And I think that we need to dispel that, dispel that entire thing. Black Lives Matters, Antifa are different things. Antifa doesn't exist. And Antifa is, a, is a, in my opinion, a made-up group meant to, to spell dissension amongst us and keep us divided and give us a, a enemy that is unidentifiable so that we don't focus on the real issues at hand. Um, that's just how I see it. But you'll come in idiot for that, I'm sure. I know there are groups online and like even the people that are being like um, put on the no-fly zone, or rather no-fly list, or people that are like, you know, have been seen in multiple Trump rallies, uh, now all of a sudden they're Antifa. Like that guy was wearing the horns and the, and the Braveheart mask or uh, paint. That guy is 100% a Trump supporter, but you're going to try to put him in Antifa because it's convenient for your narrative. That's not what it is. Please start living in the truth and let's stop playing these games. Okay? Like, I, I really just want to see us all come together and, and no longer have this divide. But I don't think that Trump or his supporters will, will let that happen anymore because they're hurt and they're mad. And the thing is, like, Black Lives Matters was over, like, years of hurting black people and treating us like second-class citizens. This is about you being mad because your guy lost an election. It's very, very different. I hope you know that. Um, my name's Chris. And I just want everybody out there to be safe and be happy. And I hope you know that you don't have to fall in under party lines. Just do the right thing. Special note, I'm back, baby. What's up? <laughs> no, um, I want to real quick just say that um, I didn't mean to, like, you know, come come too hard at anyone there, but I just wanted to be real about it. 
And when I'm watching these congressional hearings and people are really like going back and forth about things that, that are so important to our lives, I think it's important to realize too that we're all people and we all have lives, we all have families, we all have things we care about and our and our like hierarchy is different, right? And so like we need to accept one another, but also understand that we're all not going to agree. It's just not going to happen, you know? Um, and, and so when, you know, people get up there and try to equate getting rid of Donald Trump with cancel culture itself, I feel the need to, to say something about that because cancel culture came about to try to rid us of people uh, that are, you know, not fit to breathe the air <laughs> the rest of us breathe, you know? Um, the child molesters, the people that are they, they can't be forgiven, right? But I also believe that as humans, we should all be forgiven if we've truly forgiven ourselves and changed. And I just struggle all the time with this concept of not allowing someone to to grow, not allowing someone to, you know, shed shed their skin, if you will. And so I just want to just say out there, you know. This podcast is about, you know, thinking differently and about trying to change the world one step at a time. And I really hope that you keep that in your heart as much as I do, because we're going to be on this planet together for a long time. And I want us all to be happy here. And whatever the happiness looks like for you, it may not look the same for me. So we have to find a balance. I think it starts with accepting each other. And so I just want to say thank you for listening and take care of yourselves.